Today, we are thrilled to introduce to you the brilliant minds behind this cosmic odyssey. Two extraordinary individuals with an insatiable passion for the unknown or what is behind the veil. Rebecca Nagy and Susan Reynolds. Meet Reverend Rebecca Nagy, a seasoned spiritual teacher and novelist with an ability to decode the secrets of the ancient wisdom. Armed with her contagious curiosity, she has spent almost 50 years exploring the final frontier of the mind. She has helped countless souls to look within and marvel at the boundless secrets of the universe. Susan Reynolds, her esteemed co-host, is a passionate astrologer and spiritual teacher whose astrological understanding makes complex concepts of the stars accessible to everyone. From the smallest speck to the grandest cosmic event, Susan's ability to weave the wisdom of the stars with her intuitive gifts will have you captivated. Together, Rebecca and Susan form a dream team that will take you on a voyage through the spiritual, metaphysical, and astrological realms and your unlimited potential. Their dynamic chemistry and shared enthusiasm will make every episode of Cosmic Conversations an enlightening and fascinating experience. Hello, everybody, and welcome to our inaugural podcast. I'm Rebecca Nagy. And I'm Susan Reynolds. And we're here to talk about this amazing time of the year called Lionsgate. Susan, I'm going to give it to you. Well, I'm going to say welcome to Cosmic Conversations. Rebecca and I chose the name for this podcast because both of us have a strong esoteric background. Of course, I'm more the astrologer. Rebecca is more the spiritual teacher, but together we combine our knowledge and share it with you. So thanks for tuning in. Right now, we're in the middle of Lionsgate energy. This happens once a year, every year at this time. Traditionally, it will start around July 28th. Some astrologers say the 26th. I go with the 28th, and it will last until August 12th. What does this mean? What is Lionsgate? Lionsgate happens when the sun in Leo, which it is right now, and the earth and Orin's belt and the star Sirius all line up. And when they all line up, it opens a portal of energy. And it's a powerful, powerful thing. When we can work with it and use it consciously, it is even more powerful. One of the things I'd like to say, because um, this is part of my esoteric knowledge but also hands-on knowledge this is also a time when the worlds the dimensions are also more accessible to us sometimes in our dreams for me i have a very strong connection with who i call the space brothers uh, or the alien connection and i know that the fast this kind of this time of year for me i have more access to those guides and teachers in that realm and I think it's it's a very um, important thing to understand that we're more than just human beings having a human experience, that we have interdimensional uh, connections, and I, they're very much more accessible, if I could yeah. use that, during this time. Absolutely. A lot of people don't talk about the fact that during Lionsgate, our DNA is affected by this. And we, all of us, whether we're aware of it or not, are moving more from 3D consciousness into 5D consciousness. And this is a time, this very powerful period of time, 
when we can work with that consciously, we can lift up our vibration and we can manifest. The reason we talk about Lionsgate so much and talk about how powerful it is and what we can do with that is because this is a time of prosperity and abundance. And don't we all want a little more prosperity and abundance? For sure. <laughs> it is a time when we can not only manifest, but manifest quicker. We can bring in what we want in real time. Most of us understand about our thoughts create reality and manifesting what we want. Lionsgate is like double time. It is speeding things up. It is opening up doorways and bringing in a massive amount of energy. So what we are concentrating on now manifests much quicker, just like that. On August 8th is when this peaks, is when Lionsgate energy is most powerful, most Rebecca, what was the word you you would use? Um, most intense, mainly. Oh, most intense. That's that's a great great way to put this. It is when Lionsgate energy is most intense. I don't always do a lot of ceremony work. Rebecca, I think you do quite a bit more. Sometimes <laughs> I do something on eight eight. You know, Rebecca works more with numerology than I do, but the number eight is one of money, power, wealth. What else? Abundance. Anything? Abundance. And, and, and abundance has to do with a lot of other things besides money. It has to do with, hopefully, abundance of energy, because I'm looking forward to that. Because uh, that's one of the things Sis and I were talking about as we started today's session, is that these last few days have been very challenging energetically. And I think part of it is we're both so very sensitive to energy. Um, and because we have so many irons in the fire, Lionsgate is kind of pushing us to really experience those irons in a way that make us a little cranky, you know. Absolutely. Awesome. Um, the other thing, Susan, I, I thought maybe we could talk about real quick before we get into the rest of this is the fact that we are both cancers, but we have Leo rising. And so this energetically is probably another reason it's hitting us so hard is because we've got this whole I am the queen now but not really kind of thing going on Susan you want to talk a little bit about that for those of you who may follow me on Facebook or look at my website every month to see what's going on with your sign I'm always mentioning new moons and full moons and I always think, and this is astrology according to Susan, I always think the people who are most affected by any new moon and any full moon are going to be Cancers and Leos. That is because the moon is the ruling planet of Cancer and the sun is the ruling planet of Leo. And when we get a new moon or a full moon, those are different combinations with the sun and the moon. So the people who have that as their rising sign are going to be most affected by it. So for many people who are empathic, who are spiritually aware, who are highly sensitive people, they are already aware that something is going on. They may not be able to put a name to it. They may not know what's going on. They may just be throwing their hands up in frustration, going, oh, what's going on in the world right now? What is this happening? Because they're feeling something they can't put their finger on. They don't understand it. Now, in the middle of all of this Lionsgate energy, on August 1st, we have our first full moon of the month, and that is going to be a full moon in Aquarius. So we are getting more activated energy. So there's a lot of very high vibrations coming in. There's a lot of very intense energy reaching us. 
And if we're not finding a way to own it, to work with it, to sort of corral it and put it in a certain path, we can start to have trouble sleeping. We can be cranky. We can start to have more pain in our body. Some people have arthritis or lupus or things where there's a certain level of pain continuously. But now that may be amping up. And so we may be feeling everything more, not just on an emotional level, but on a physical level as well. So every emotion we have is like times 10. But that's nice if you're in love. It's nice if you're full of love and light and peace on earth. It's nice if you just got promoted or you got married and the world is a great place. All of those emotions are amplified. Or back then, I might be a little testy, but <laughs> everybody's going to be testy. Well, and the thing the thing is on this this beginning of this next section is this, as I we put here, the surge of light helps to activate DNA. Let's remember that we are in a time of evolution. So whenever we're taking up the energy another level, we kind of sometimes struggle to get to that next level because the lower level is saying, no, stay here with us. We're comfortable here. And I think that's another part of the, the emotional stuff that's going on with people right now. It's like we, when, wherever you have a lot of light, guess what light does? It casts a shadow. And so some of this is, is bringing to the fore some of the things we need to deal with in our own personalities and our emotional bodies. What do you think, Susan? Absolutely, because for Rebecca and I, we're both cancer some signs. And so right now, we are going to be experiencing a lot of this Lionsgate energy in our second house of money, wealth, finances. We're talking about where do we need to put our resources? What are the bills that we have to pay? Can we afford this or that extra? You know, for some cancers, they may be flinging their money around like Diamond Jim. I guess I'm showing my age now, saying Diamond Jim. Younger people, no, they're not going to know who that is. Maybe flinging their money around like Madonna or Beyonce, you know, um, because that's part of the generosity of Leo. Leo is a sign that rules generosity. Well, maybe it doesn't have a um, monopoly on it, but it's all about opening our heart because Leo rules the heart. And so, what do you hold in your heart? This is a wonderful time, especially for Cancers, to be looking at money. To be looking at what do they want to be earning? What kind of bills do they have? How can they move ahead? Many times I see people in the spiritual community almost feel guilty about wanting to be financially successful, as if somehow it's not very spiritual to have a money in the bank and be able to pay your bills. Nothing could be further from the truth. So it's okay to be financially successful and have a strong spiritual life. This is something that cancer is going to deal with under this Lionsgate energy. Think of, do you know a Leo? Rebecca and I are both Leo risings. We both have the same sun sign. We both have the same rising sign. For people who have their sun in Leo, this energy is going to come in like gangbusters. They are in the middle of this Lionsgate energy. That doesn't mean that's a bad thing. It means it's a powerful thing. So people who are Leo have more of an opportunity to transform their lives. They have more of an opportunity to be seen, to be public in some way. You know, Leo is not exactly shrinking violet on a regular day. <laughs> I tell people all the time, if you have a Leo child, you praise them, praise them, praise them. Not because they're little egomaniacs, but because they need that. Their sign needs them. So if you know a Leo or you're related to a Leo, you may see them shine more now. 
you know, for me, I know that in the month of August, I am doing an intermediate astrology class. I am doing another class about turning your passion into your profession. I'm giving a talk on Atlantis. I'm giving a talk about what happens when we die, like on the other side. I am talking about full moons and new moons. And I'm going to do a one-day workshop on healing your wounded heart. That's a lot. I'm tired. Just listening. <laughs> a lot going on for one month. It's that Leo energy. And Rebecca has things going oh. on because Rebecca does weddings. And she has a wonderful novelist who has just finished her first book. Well, first book. I'm super excited yeah. about. Yeah. So, so we have a lot yeah. going on. Well, and what's interesting about this, this graphic that we chose as well is yeah that's the dna glyph but it's also a, like a passageway between two worlds and if you'll notice down there it has pyramids and you know some of our spiritual ancestry supposedly uh one of the things that that you'll get to know about me is i am not an absolutist um i say the idea is because you know what our truth changes relative to experience so for me right now i'm very much about the our um alien ancestry that the, the the great ones that came here to the planet from the planet Sirius or the star system Sirius to teach us when we we're at a point in our evolution and Susan mentioned my book my my trilogy is all about our spiritual heritage as a sci-fi fantasy so that you can read a good story but you can also learn about the ageless wisdom teachings so this is the time during the lion's gate that you can really tap into some of your cellular cellular memory you know uh we believe in reincarnation and the fact that we have been here many times and many times over and um if you meditate or or if you watch your dreams this is a really good time to start mining that kind of information and bringing it forward into your present day reality absolutely absolutely each sign is going to experience this lion's gate portal in a different place in your chart. We just mentioned that for cancer, the area their chart is going to get set off is the second house of money, wealth, income, abundance. So cancer's gonna be looking at the bottom line. You know, cancer's usually pretty good with a dollar. They're gonna ask, how much does that cost kind of thing. They're not cheap, but they want good value for their money. Leo is gonna experience this in a very different way. It's wanting to be bigger, bolder, be seen more. So it's a great time to sign your, your little Leo um, child up for dance lessons or a recital or, oh, they, they want to sing their solo in church this weekend or whatever it is. Leo wants to be seen and they can have a very powerful reaction to this. I don't know if I'm going to have time to talk about where this is going to fall for every sign um, because every sign is going to experience this Lionsgate energy in a way that is unique to you and unique to your chart. If I don't get a chance to talk about where it's going to be in your chart, you can go to my website and contact me and tell me what sign you are. And I will be happy to tell you where this is going to fall. You and we have that information at the end of this so that you can contact us. So if you don't have it right now, you'll have it by the end of our podcast. Yeah, I um, I do have a Facebook page, Susan Reynolds. Um, and every day I talk about the moon and I talk about what the moon is doing and I talk about Lionsgate. So one of those, those days, and I'm not sure which day it was, you can find my Facebook and scroll through it. I talked about each sign and how Lionsgate is going to come in and affect them in a personal way. But the bottom line for this 
is that we have a chance to be empowered. We have a chance to work with us. Take some time. Stop and think, what is it I want for my life right now? Maybe that's more money. Well, we're Americans. Our bottom line income is usually on our mind. But maybe it's more love. Maybe it's better health. Maybe it's something very tangible, like a new car, a bigger house. Maybe we want more time to spend with our, our family, our children. Maybe we want our child to be able to pass math. I don't, I don't know if lions can give you that. But stop and think about what it is that you would like to manifest in your life the most right now. Because yes, you can think of two or three or four or five things, but I think we can use Lionsgate energy more powerfully when we focus on one at the most two things. Don't start to make a list of 27 things you want to manifest because it's going to dilute the energy. That's the first thing I would think about. What is it you want to bring forward with this energy? The second thing I would think about is where is this showing up in your chart? Because that place in your chart is going to have an added boost when this Lionsgate energy shows up. Now, let's say, hang on, I'm trying to think. Let's say you're Taurus. You're going to have this Lionsgate energy in your fourth house, you know, kind of thing. But if you're Virgo, you're going to have this in your 12th house. So if this is in your fourth house, Taurus is thinking about their home, their family. Maybe they want to move. Maybe they want to buy or sell real estate. It's a good time for doing that. Maybe you're looking at the real estate market right now going, I can find our, our best home or whatever. If you work in real estate, you're a realtor, boom, more power to you. For those of you who like cat videos, <laughs> I have a little lion here. He just has to be a part of it sometimes. Sorry, Susan. Gabriel is the sweetest thing. Gabriel loves spiritual energy. Yeah. He loves Reiki and all this woo-woo stuff. He just wants to be part of it. Mm -hmm. um, I'm going to say that Virgo may be the one being a little bit more emotional lately. Also a little more intuitive because for Virgo, this Lionsgate portal is going to fall in their 12th house. And this is a place in the chart that is all about our spiritual and psychological well-being. So any kind of emotional wounds, anything that is bothering you, boom, it's going to start coming up right now. So Virgo may be joining Rebecca and me being a little cranky right now. They may be having trouble sleeping. They may have weird dreams. If you are a Virgo, I'm going to say, make sure you are keeping a dream journal. Make sure you're keeping a dream journal because this is the time to be doing it. You may have precognitive thoughts. Your guides, your angels, they may be communicating with you through your dreams right now more than any other time this year. That's how powerful this is. The veil becomes very thin in the 12th house. And right now, Lionsgate energy, the veil also becomes very thin. So that's a pretty thin veil for Virgos. They may get more interested in health, healing, because the 12th house has all those healing qualities to it. And the 12th house is also very artistic. So there's a lot of energy going on there for Virgo. You might want to talk to your spouse. You might want to talk to your BFF. I had a weird dream last night. Tell me about it kind of thing. So it's not that it's a bad time. I love Lionsgate energy every year, but we get the most out of it when we own it, when we use it, when we are made aware of it. So, okay, let's see. I talked about Cancer. I talked about Leo. 
talked about Virgo, talked about Taurus. Did I talk about Gemini? Gemini is going to experience this Lionsgate Leo energy in their third house, which is powerful because that's the natural home for, for Gemini. And so Gemini, you know, they're a sign that is ruled by the mind. They're pretty good at talking. They're pretty good at writing. They're pretty good at getting their message out. I love Geminis because they are always asking, always questioning. Why is the sky blue? Why does rain fall down and not up? They've got questions they will spend their whole life answering. Right now, as this Lionsgate energy opens up for them in this area, they may have a wonderful new idea of going back to school or of something they want to teach. They may start to realize, oh, I have something inside of me. I want to share a message. They may start to be a public speaker. They may start their own blog. They may start their own podcast, you know, just like Rebecca and I have done. So that's going to be a powerful energy for them. Rebecca, do you know any Geminis? Uh, yeah, actually, <laughs> but not, um, haven't seen them in the last few days or, or last few weeks, actually. So, um, but one of the things, the reason I put up this graphic is I think it also shows us how the Lionsgate, that's us in the middle, uh, connects us with all the, the different aspects of who we've been and who we're becoming so that um, we can definitely transmute some of the energy as well. I think that's a real powerful uh, aspect of Lionsgate is the idea of connecting heart and mind. And that is a for sure manifestation tool when you think it's in the heart. Um, Y'all may have heard that somewhere. Um, but uh, yeah, I think Gemini, um, you know, any kind of time you, you talk about mind and you talk about the time of this Lionsgate, it's just going to be personified even more. Absolutely. Think of the fire signs like Aries. Aries is a fire sign. Leo, this sun and Leo, this Lionsgate energy, that's Leo energy, fire energy. Um, all the elements kind of like each other. So if Aries is a fire sign and Leo is a fire sign, boom, they're BFF. So this is going to fall in the fifth house for Aries. They are so lucky. They have no idea. The fifth house in astrology is one of romance. It's one of fun. It is one of enjoying life. And so many times we get bogged down with responsibilities. You know, what do I need to do? How do I need to make this happen? I need to be at a certain place. I need to take care of this. That we forget to enjoy life. This Lionsgate energy in the fifth house, this can really open some things up for Aries. It can bring them, I was going to say a new confidence, but Aries does not usually struggle with confidence. It can bring them new energy to move forward romantically or creatively. This is a wonderful time for Aries to spend time with their children if they have any. It can be a very fertile energy if they're looking to become pregnant and have a child. This is a very lovely, positive, supportive energy for Aries. Like, daggum, you guys lucked out. And Sag is the other fire sign. So they're lucky as well. I was just writing the predictions. Um, every month on my website, I put up free predictions for every sign. And I was writing about Sagittarius. And I said, I wasn't sure that Sag was even at home right now because this Lionsgate portal is going to open up. And I think the sign of the archer is going to use this energy to go, to travel, to move, to get out of town. They're ready to see the world. They're ready to visit with somebody. This is a powerful, forceful, positive energy for Sagittarius. So all the fire signs, 
have a very strong heart. None more so than Leah. Leah rules the heart. And so this is going to be a time, especially when all the all the fire signs feel heart-centered. They're going to be looking at their heart, both on a physical level. Do I have high blood pressure? What do I need to do to support my heart? But also on the emotional level and the spiritual level. So they're looking at all of these. And this is coming out in a very positive way. Aquarius may be the one that's struggling a little bit with this because Aquarius is a sign that is opposite Leo energy. So they're kind of going like this. So they may feel a little pushed. You know, um, Rebecca and I were just talking about feeling mm, just a little cranky. Aquarius may feel a little cranky. So if you know an Aquarius spouse, friend, relative, be a little patient with them because this energy is powerful and it's going to come in and they may be feeling things they don't know what they're feeling. So be aware, there may be more relationship-oriented things for Aquarius going on. But one of the things I love about this is Aquarius is always up here in the mind. It's an air sign. And so all this Leo energy helps to keep them in their heart. They may be feeling very romantic. You know, Leo and Aquarius, they may be planning some special getaways and weekends in the mountain and fun times at the beach. So it can be super romantic and very fun and there's nothing wrong with using spiritual energies and astrological energies to enjoy your life just to enjoy your life thank you for coming to our initial kickoff for our cosmic conversations podcast i know that not everybody had their sign mentioned and i know there's some of you eagerly listening for well, what did she say about you know scorpio or whatever if i didn't mention your sign you can absolutely contact me through my website, exploreastrology.com, and I'll be happy to tell you where the Leo energy is going to show up in your chart, because it will show up somewhere for all of us. Thank you for coming. Sorry about some of the technological things, but again, this is our first foray into podcasting with each other. And I put this, this little ending slide together so that if you want to go ahead and book a reading with Susan, like she said, to get more information, or she has this wonderful thing called Stargazers Club. I think we have enough time for you to tell them about that. Well, Stargazers Club is something I'll be starting later this year, but it is, um, you know, an online group that people can join and they will be getting special benefits with discounts, with readings and once a month with Stargazers Club, I'll be doing free 15-minute readings and all kinds of special make-you-feel-like-a-VIP kind of stuff going on. So there's more information about that on my website, but I am looking at updating my website, which will happen sometime this year, <laughs> and it will have the Stargazers Club on it. And for me, um, I have a mystery school that I founded several years ago. It is on pause right now as I finish my trilogy, but everything on the Golden Quest Mystery School, there's a lot of uh, free information and um, handouts and things, as well as a preview of Phoenix Rising. So I hope to see you all soon. We're going to be doing these podcasts, hopefully, every week for now, hopefully doing more than that in the future. But we're just kind of getting our feet wet and uh, learning a lot of this. So thank you so much for coming. And we weren't, we weren't able to get to our meditation today, but we will be hopefully doing some more inner work with each time we get together so that you too can integrate these energies into your own spiritual path. Namaste. Namaste.